All right, guys, what's up? Welcome back to Average Takes. Today's episode, we are going to give you Shenny's Hollywood Weekend. We're going to bring you some Juan Soto trade Weekend of his life. And then we're going to bring you some Padres, of course, always. And then just second half, um, I don't know, ideas, like second half, um, predictions, predictions, just like what we think is going to happen, you know, just talk some ball, talk baseball. Absolutely. All right, let's get into the show. Shinny. We're back. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Diver Sakes, of course. But Shinny, <laughs> kick us off your Hollywood weekend, dude. That was pretty lit. Pretty lit. It was at the Futures game, home run derby, and then go end up going to the All-Star game. It was super fun, super sick. It's all literally everything they got. Uh, down uh, LA Live, that little block party where all you seeing all these guys inter- get interviewed and stuff. Walked past that, you know. Walked in the players' hotel. It's all everything was like lit, like it was set up nice. It was hot. All as the fuck, festivities, though. right? All the All Star Weekend festivities. Yeah, except the the, the game. celebrity game. But I went uh, futures yeah, no game. Cares. No one cares about the celebrity. Yeah, the the three main ones. Sorry. Dude. Yeah, everything is on TV. Yes. Yes, nice. exactly. So uh, I have a couple questions because um, I didn't get to go to the All Star game, but um, I did go to the Home Run Derby with you. That was a blast. I mean, we had a great time. Enjoyed some beers. Yes, catch a ball. A lot of homers. Any balls come but super close. One got super close, and I had friends texting me like, "Oh, we just saw you on TV. We just saw you oh. on TV." Like, there was one that hit hit someone like in a row and it bounced right in front of me but there's kids and like people uh, didn't uh, want to be that guy didn't want to be that guy pushing people around for a ball <laughs> like i'm I, I have my beer if one came at me i would have tried to catch it but that one it ricocheted and you know i'm not gonna go push people out of the way for a ball but i had a blast like we we sat in some great seats because I saw the sun was beaming on you guys. Sun was beaming on us. It was a hot day in Los Angeles. What was the degrees? What was the degrees? It felt like 98. It had 98. Felt like 98. Felt like there's sweat in my hat. Mid to high 90s. Shenny had to buy a new cap. The line, the line was brutal. Yeah, white line. The sweat marks were brutal. You know, you know. But it was a great time, you know. the The home run derby was a blast. Juan Soto versus Julio Rodriguez. It was great setup. I mean, they might have screwed around and let Albert Pujols play a second round, but I think it was absolutely awesome. Juan Soto won. I think they need to go back to the ten out rule. Yeah, me too. Because I mean, obviously, Julio had twenty one more bombs than. Uh, Juan Soto, but Juan Soto won. He was the second batter, so you know those type of guys' walk-offs are going to happen. Like, it's just too easy to see a number than set the number. Yeah, yeah there were some nukes hit. Uh, there were some nukes. Ronald Acuna hit one out the stadium. Damn, really? Pete Alonzo. That's, you what sucks. That's what kind of sucks about watching it on TV also. Like, all these balls are getting hit so fast that they can't watch all of them, like, land. So well, they yeah. just, so like, when, keep switching the When they balls. first introduced the three-minute rule, it was you had to wait for the ball to land. Yeah. But then they realized that's 
not enough home letting runs. the hitter like actually swing get away in a rhythm, you know, get in rhythm. But I think they need to bring back the ten out rule. Yeah, you, but I feel like these guys are just getting gassed now. They're not even getting in a rhythm. They're yeah, just exactly. Exactly. Trying to rush, trying rule, to get us so many, and they're like, dead. We saw Ronald Acuna swing and miss at a pitch. Yeah, that was dirty. Like I saw um, one that of the Julio. I thought no, it was fires Acuna. Fires First pitch of Julio, he missed though, and I was like, "Oh, this guy sucks, rookie sucks." And then, <laughs> and then he has thirty-one, and I was like, "All right, all right, maybe but not." I think I think it goes back to the ten-out rule. You could see a bunch more pitches, and like, I mean, yeah, it is longer. They want to cut down all star activities, whatever. But I think that's that's really cool. Um, but I had a blast. Um, all-star game. You got to go. Wait, 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 wait. A whole home run derby. I think it also should be a good idea to add up all the home runs at the end. So, like, Julio would have been – like, would have won because he hit 31 the first round. Like, uh, Han Soto would have had to beat that number. I don't know. I think that Yeah, but then they, they did a bracket style, though, where it's you versus this, not the top guys each round advance. Yeah. You know, it wasn't the four – four highest and then the next round is going to be the two highest uh, you know yeah i mean they could look for that type of scenario where it's not one v one it's all all the all versus everyone but i mean you could do it the same way and just eliminate like you could do it <gasps> person versus person whoever gets more advances but you keep the amount of numbers you hit or the amount of home runs you hit yeah that, that's how advancing. it used to be that's how it used yeah. to be i don't know like that it was better. it was a probably a little bit more entertaining that way, but the three hour the three minutes goes by pretty like you gotta be paying attention the whole time you know yeah. like the home run derby used to be uh I was telling my cousins like yeah we're gonna be here till like nine o'clock it ended at like seven thirty maybe eight yeah it's gotta start really, five really quickly yeah uh, it was yeah, like five thirty okay. yeah by the time like the actual balls were being thrown it was like 5 30 like the event started they announced the guys they walked out of the tunnel uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. almost caught on fire I don't know if you guys saw that eh, he was far <laughs> he got a little scared though yeah. um but Trevor you went to the all-star game also I didn't get to go to that so I know that had to be a blast seeing all those awesome players Superstars. great studs I mean yeah being an all-star you are of either a fan favorite or you're a player favorite and probably very good, you know, so you got to see it all. Yeah. Kershaw I mean, started Kershaw starting was warming up, right. Picked off like, yep. Walk us through it. How, how'd you feel? And you were a Padre fan in how loud a, the booze? a Dodger stadium. Like how loud it, the let's booze? hear, let's hear how that, that felt. Yeah, you know, I you know, I walk in with the Padres jersey on, I'm getting stared at no matter what. So all eyes are on me. No big deal though. Um, any comments? A lot of comments, but really I, I just kept to myself, you know, wasn't gonna start nothing. You know, they do they do they did beat us like thirteen out of fourteen. So not much to say at the moment. So I, I just kept <laughs> I just kept quiet, like just told everyone it's not a rivalry, you know, it's not there. Nobody boos. Nobody boos. Nobody's. You know, they're always booing someone's. Yes, sir. And the loudest boos I heard this whole weekend were the swinging friar, Manny Machado, probably number one, Joe Musgrove, and Jake Cronenworth. 
And then I heard some for the the Astros during the All-Star game were pretty loud, but they just hate Houston. That's seems like they hate the Padres too, man. Oh, they do big time. But yeah, it was it was sick, you know. I got Kershaw, Al- Alcantara, Musgrove all warmed up. I was sitting next to the bullpen. That was lit. You could hear the the catcher mitt like pop. It was good. Baseball vibes are good. Had a couple hot dogs, you know. I'm not gonna How call many? them what they're called. A couple of Jersey Jerry glizzies. How many? A couple, two. No, the whole weekend. <laughs> You had two the whole weekend? The whole weekend, I think I had uh, three, one every day. One every day. Well, if you had two during one game. So four, my bad. Oh, four. There you go. But I'm also prepping for the 999, so that was a little that, that work into it. That was not working at it That at was all. not a good prep. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, No, it was. Games, four dogs. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> You had four dogs in a span where you should have had like 36. I was mentally prepping. I was getting my, my mental reps going. Oh, no. Well, you got to get those stomach drops going. Also. <laughs> if that was your prepare for the 999 challenge, four dogs in three games. You're in for. Uh, I was taking mental reps. I was taking mental reps. Can we get the tape on that? How many beers at least? <laughs> How many know. beers? Three games, how many beers? I don't know. I don't know the number to that. Oh, we, we crushed some beers. Okay, good. That's we good. crushed some beers. That's good at least. What's he your favorite moment of the weekend? The favorite moment of the weekend, both of you. Let's end it on that. <sighs> I think my favorite – okay, I could go before Shani because he's taking a while. My favorite is when we were at the All-Star game – or the Home Run Derby, my bad – and they were announcing the mascots, all of them, one by one, each team. Yeah. You know, uh, you can't see it. I got the Phillies up there somewhere and their mascot up there. But um, Friar, like Shenny said, the San Diego Friar gets announced. And me and Trevor just stand up and go, yeah. <laughs> and I look around. And everyone's staring, not another <laughs> single Padre fan <laughs> in the vicinity. No way. It was a spectacular moment because it was me and Trevor. And, you know, at first I got a good glance around me before the situation because I knew what was coming. Yeah. And I saw a couple of brown and yellow jerseys. So I was like, all right, maybe this will be good. As soon as I'm screaming, looking at them, I'm realizing they're 2016 All-Star Game jerseys. Oh. And they're for any team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's the Padres brown and yellow, but I saw a Mike Trout one. And I was just like, oh, no. Me and oh, were the yeah. only Padre fans that I had seen until we were leaving the venue, and I saw two. It was just crickets. Yeah. So, in other words, it, it was fun uh, going to the Home Run Derby in Los Angeles. Yeah, it was. Jenny, Mine, I mean, honestly, my favorite moment was Stan and Buxton back-to-back homers because Stan hit a moonshot. That was pretty close to you, too. Was, yeah, I saw that thing pretty go pretty far up in the stands. Buxton's was pretty close to me. Um 
And it just made it so much better. It was off Gonsolin, huh? Yeah, off Gonsolin. Because at the end of the game, I was getting chirps because Jake was up, last out, you know. And I'm sitting there filming and I'm getting people chirping me from the back. And then I turned around and I was like, damn it, Gonsolin, it's all your fault. (laughs) And they all, they're like, oh. And I was, I thought of it right at the end, like when Jake was coming up, I was like, damn, who's all those runs off of? Oh, that was Gonsolin. Gonsolin. But then I saw a little fun fact. That's yeah, his first loss in the first half, but it's technically not a loss. So he's still 10-0. Yeah, he's 10-0 in the first half, got his first loss. It's the first time for a while for that to happen. Damn. First time in a while. Uh, I saw the year, but I do not remember it off the top of my head. Yeah, but, but that I think that's a funny stat, you know. He's 10-0 going in the All-Star game. Yeah. It's a big in that stadium, he has never lost. He hadn't lost all year in that stadium even, too. And he gets raked up. And he gets yeah. raked. That's wild. Back-to-back jacks, three runs, game switched. No, but Iron Bucks is just to the moon. 460. See Actually, John Carlos hit the hardest ball ever in an All-Star game during the StatCast era. Yeah. Who hit the farthest ball in the home run derby? It was only like think it 482. Was yeah. It was Acuna. Yeah, yeah they said 482. Yeah. Which I don't know. The one that looked like it went out was a decent shot. Who hit yeah. that one? Acuna, Acuna hit one out. Oh, and okay. I think Pete Alonso hit the farthest, but it was like dead center, like literally all the way up the stands in center Speaking field. of Pete, was that like Instagram post real? Is he really like in his feelings I guess about was... losing the derby? Well, yes and no. I don't know. But no, what? I thought I saw the video of him deadlifting. deadlifting. Yeah, why was he deadlifting middle of the home run derby? Like, and then all yeah. of a sudden I look and he's hitting and I'm like I showed Bob's video. I was like, Pete Lonzo deadlifting. And, he's, and I was like, what the hell? Maybe it really yeah, meant that to him <laughs> he had to be deadlifting. Well, the last him. the last two years he's won that. He's that's more than his whole salary he's ever made in MLB. Damn. He just got a check for a million dollars because he won the home run derby. That's more than he gets paid like for the whole year. Not this year. No, nope. this year it goes to Soto, who is might be on the move. So he had a sp- he spent half of it to get a private back. Juan Soto, no rejects. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has a rich agent. Fifteen year, four hundred forty million dollar contract extension with the Nationals. News breaks like a day before All Star break. Um, so he was just rushed with questions all weekend, and. News also breaks. The Nats didn't charter him a plane for the All-Star break. They made him fly coach. Billionaire who this is their franchise player. This is their franchise player who they just tried to say, hey, we want to keep you for 15 years for almost half a billion dollars. And he says no. So they go, you know what? You're flying coach. Lands. In Los Angeles at 1.30 in the morning. LAX at 1.30 in the morning. You're shitting me. Brutal. Brutal. Goes and wins the home run derby. Gets a fat chain. Derby champ. Had a fat chain on there. Yeah. I mean, sweet swing. It, it was beautiful. Ugly stance. Uh, 
He was going to Ugly school. Fence. It, I like it. Why? Why do you like it? His foot is in. His front. Oh, uh, his he got him riled up in. now. He got him riled up. His hands are all the way Whoa. up here. Whoa. I like, like it. Guy is uglier than shit. He just won the home run dirty. It works. I guess it does. Ain't can't broke, go. don't fix it, son. Can't, arg- can't argue with that, buddy. I guess it, it works. Yeah, you know. But is it not ugly? Ugly works, though. Ugly's good. Ugly works. Coming so, from someone ugly. Him and Luke Voigt. Him good. and Luke Voigt. I don't know that. which one's Somebody worse. That. Can I, do, do, is there a time marker on this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's worse, Luke Voigt or his. But Luke Voigt is. Luke Voigt's the worst swing I've ever seen. Okay, honestly, I hate Giancarlo Stanton's swing because he moves his back foot, and I was taught like that is like the worst thing. He moves his back foot and breaks, hits the ball five hundred feet. I don't understand it. He moves his back foot forward. That is six four, two fifty. Yeah, but you lose all your power. It's literally opposite of what you're supposed to do. All your power is what you're taught the entire life. He doesn't move it. Oh bullshit! Oh, bullshit! Fucking move! What are you watching, dude? I just what watch him. I just watch him hit dingers. We're, That's watching, all I'm watching. we're talking about Giancarlo Stan, right? His foot moves a mile. It moves so far forward. His stance yeah. is reverse. I love it. His his legs work in reverse, and well, it helps that he's six five and two sixty. Yeah, he just muscles the ball out, and and yeah. I mean, if you see the picture, it's all about timing. In the All Star game, literally all about timing. Did that ball smashed. All Star game. The ball was, had chip in it. it the chip cracked. broke. Yeah, the chip broke. How does the baseball indent like that? Perfect like timing, bro. It's, not, it's literally perfect timing. It's not like a metal ball. It's like made of fabric. So yeah, it's gonna. It's got like it's gonna indent like that though. That's wild. The ball looks rubber. Well, I mean, like the picture was just literally perfect timing as peak, like velo and energy coming from his bat I into understand. the ball. I understand, but I never thought it would bend like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, wood's pretty hard. Yeah. The wood is way more stronger than the lace that's made of baseball. It's literally like yarn. leather. It's literally leather. And wrapped with leather. It's yarn. You never torn, torn a baseball in half? Yes. Yeah. I have. It's pretty hard. Baseballs are hard. I, just I mean, it's it's hard to to for us because we're not that strong. How about the hot mics though during the All Star game? Those were awesome. I'm glad, dude. I that. didn't even hear him. You nice tried what? Because he was out, out of the game. game. Oh yeah, I hate you. So Alec Noah, yeah, Mike up, pitcher. It's like fire. the first time that's happened on fire, and he was actually super lit. Like it was like. So cool. He's yeah. talking to him like, what pitch do you think? Like, do you guys got the... He's like, what pitch first pitch? Guy? And the announcer's all slider. And he's like, oh, you're sexy. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was so cool. And then he pegged him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he pegged him. <laughs> and he's walking back to the line. He goes, should have stuck with a fastball. Like, you know, like, and he's regretting listening to the announcer yeah. right now. But yeah, that was actually such a sick moment. And I think yeah. that is going to lead... To so much more in baseball because that's something they could do more. Like it didn't disrupt the game at all. He still had fun with it. I mean, he said, What's up? Like, because he never faced him before and had two K's, wanted the next one, hit him, like you said. But it was, and then he actually struck out the the side. But 
it was awesome. Just his even like the Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stan having it on at the same time, like that's just dope. Yeah, I don't know why we can't do that more. Because half of baseball is standing around, not gonna lie, waiting for the ball to come to you. So why not talk for that that amount of time? I mean, I know they do it a lot in games that don't matter, and we saw it a little bit during the COVID season. But I would love to hear more players mic'd up. I would love it in a way like NFL films because live like that, you know, I can hear guys on the mound when they're in a fired up situation. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. And they're dropping F-bombs like because well, yeah, baseball has never been a sport. Love it. Yeah, but if it's like NFL films, you know, like they just got one on a guy if they can do him good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That is something they, they would have to like consider. because or like, like whoever who does it showtime. I mean, yeah, that would be cool too. Sell a game to uh, like an Amazon Apple. game or an Apple, Apple game that's like I off, do it. off just regular TV and Nickelodeon. Unreal. <laughs> Slime. You know, Unreal. Well, right now, if I don't know if you guys noticed, they do one inning, I think, on Sunday Night Baseball with a dude and they like pass it off to the next guy next week, whatever. That's one inning. In one game, I know, but one they're, they're starting. Yeah. They're starting slowly, getting out there and seeing how it works. I know. I love it. That's when we got the Mike Trout information on the NFL Fantasy League and all that stuff. Like it, it was good content. But if they want to grow the game, they got to do it more. There's 162 games. Got to. Yeah. Got to. You know, there's got to be more public access to sick content like that. That's how you grow the game. Quit with the blackouts, dude. Let us watch the freaking content. Blackouts are a different discussion because there's a whole lot of money involved. But that's stupid. Because the Padres are in a contract deal with, obviously, Bally's was Fox Sports. but And then for it to be free to everyone, like, who makes money in that situation? The owners, the yeah, but not Bally. Everybody who else is, is an investing partner for people to watch them on their content, own their content, subscribe to their content. You know that's where blackouts come in. Like if you can't, you can't just buy the MLB package. MLB would have to be in agreement with every local distributor of games. Yeah, I don't know why it's not like that. That's retarded. But then MLB is not, not going to make money out of that. They'd rather challenge take on the challenge of. The people who can't or who are in a certain area who can't reach like if the NFL did a deal for you to watch the Steelers game every Sunday, you would probably subscribe to that. Yes, but also I want the billionaire owners to. Okay, then let's do that. Then let's not make me pay for half the season, and then I can't watch the other half of the season when they're home when I want to watch them. I'm a I'm a stream god, anyways. I'm illegal. Even if you had to pay for that Steelers stream, I would watch it for free. You get it somehow. Okay, whatever. Um, But Roman, in the in the the way that's happening in the league right now with this blackout, is that if so, if we're in San Diego, if you bought the MLB app, you could only watch games that are not a team from San Diego. Yeah. Wow. So if you're in San Diego, a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, or I mean the Pittsburgh Pirates, it makes no sense though. Like, why well, I bought it so I could watch the Padres? Like, no, so the, you have to buy the Bally's. You have to be subscribed to this, yes. not yes. just 
not MLB. And Bally's does have a package, but. And why don't they tell you this on the freaking phone when you're ordering the damn shit? <laughs> no, because the everyone else is like, oh, be packaged okay uh, 69.99 yeah and you can't watch gonna... and you can't watch the Padres yeah. out of it they're gonna be like yeah you, uh, you want it yeah. yeah of course you want it and then when I call it. back angry as hell they're gonna be like why are you mad at me yeah you need the deal welcome, welcome to retail yep yep I'll try to get you refund buddy sorry <laughs> Welcome to customer service. Um, all right. So we were in the middle of discussions about Juan Soto. Oh, dude. One, one home render. Uh-huh. Yeah. Juan Soto. Um, what is it going to take for a team to trade for Juan Soto? Everything and the bag of chips. Juan Soto is a generational type player. He's only what? 26? Three. Juan Soto is 23 years old. Yeah. He's a champion. Do you think same the home run derby that, champion? He's also a World Series champion. That the Nationals offered him? He's going to get more than that. He's going to get more. Because he's looking for more though, or you think no, he, that he just doesn't want to be on the nationals. So, like, I think it's both. I think if it's somebody both. offers him the same amount of money, he just takes it. He sees what deals Tatis got, Acuna's got, he sees what deals they are, and he's right in that category. You put you can put them all in one category of like talent and like how good they are, how young they are. So, I think he's will get traded to a team. Not necessarily for like long term, because he has two years of control left on his like contract still. Two and a half. So you get the rest of this year plus two more seasons, and it's for relatively cheap. It's not that expensive. No, and then I like making like he has. I think if you don't if you don't want him, unless you're gonna win the World Series, you can just flip him again at the like again and. And two I don't years. know. Yeah, and I don't know if MLB wants to be more NBA ish with the superstars moving and stuff, but I don't care. I'm all for it. Well, yeah, that's he exactly. put himself in this situation technically. Yes, that he he's got himself in a sticky situation. Juan Soto's played um, since 2018. Came in the league in 19. It's his fifth season. He is absolutely a top five player in this league. Don't care what anyone says about that. And Scott Boris knows that too. Scott Boris knows that. So he's going to get paid absolutely a jillion dollars because one, the league is only getting better. The league cap is only getting bigger. And he's going to be a free agent when it's at its biggest. And yeah, some team is going to pay him a lot of money. But in the meantime, there's a couple teams in the win now mode that need to make the move for Juan Soto. So what is it going to cost? It's going to cost you eating up a pitcher that costs a jillion dollars and either Patrick Corbin or Steven Strasburg. They've already kind of been talking about that. That's interesting because I, uh, I, I hate it because I just want Juan Soto, you know? Yeah. But you, 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 uh, compared it to the Mookie and David Price trade, which makes total sense that that happened because 
David Price had a fat contract. Mookie is a generational. For them. Yeah, and people think that the Dodgers are going to do it again to get Soto, which I see that not happening because earlier in the year when they need an outfielder, they're like, we need a cheap outfielder. But they paid you so never fucking know. For... You never fucking know, I guess. Exactly, you never know, but unless they – they can move money. They around. got Scherzer and Trey Turner last year. Yeah. Um, but they also already got Freddie Freeman who cost a whole lot of money. So yeah. I kind of I'm putting this in the Padres basket of it has to happen. Has to we happen. talk a lot about trades and moves and stuff like that, but this is something the Padres have to make happen. We you just said Mookie Betts, David Price. Yeah. You're going to have to eat something, but you're going to have to work with Washington. You're going to have to give them the boatload of prospects, the C.J. Abrams, the McKenzie Gore, the RH3, or the James Wood, plus more, potentially. Draft picks. Draft picks, future draft picks. Got a lot of pitchers. We just drafted three pitchers in the first three rounds. So I think all of that. And low-key. Hopefully, smart move by AJ Preller for drafting the dude who got TJ because the Nationals maybe they don't want him because he has TJ. Now we're stuck with him and we're kind of in a high risk, high reward kind of situation. Yeah, that, that kid was supposed to be the best pitcher out of high school. Yeah, and that's to Tommy John. He he's the first player to ever win National Gatorade Player of the Year as a junior in high school. We had Ryan Weathers on this podcast who had won that award in high school as a senior, but the kid the Padres just drafted had won it as a junior. Just had Tommy John, so he's gonna have a little little stretch of Did he go back to back junior year, senior year? No, he got TJ, didn't pitch this year. Oh, okay. Junior was his last film of pitching, I think probably other than summer, which I'm sure that's when he fucking tore his not 100%. Not 100%. But Juan Soto, 2020 had an absolute stunner of year. Last year was a top two MVP. I think he was number two or number three. Can't remember exactly. But this kid is going to fit perfectly in that Padres lineup. But the yes. Padres are going to have to make a move to move money. Eric Hosmer or, and or Will Myers, but hopefully more of Eric Hosmer because of the length of the deal. If you're going to give forget uh, Eric Hosmer's deal goes down to 13 million from 21 million. That's an $8 million gap. That's a huge drop off. He plays more like a $13 million player in this league, in this market. I mean, I it wasn't too long ago when I remember a Padres team that was doing that with same exact kind of mode as um, the nationals are in now we get a star player, you know, he wants out because they suck. It's not fun to win, especially when you experience winning so early in his career, like a successful team. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure next year is when his no trade goes in. So it's a, it has to happen now. This move has to happen. And he get he goes to a no trade where it's like only eight teams or something like that. Yeah. And at the top of my head, I can probably name like three or four teams that are win now. Padres, obviously, we need to make this happen. If you want to be a World Series contender, this is something, this is a move you have to make. Every team that wins a World Series makes a similar type move eventually to get that, to get over that hump. I can see them doing it. The Yankees, I can see doing it. The they Yankees don't really have the prospect obvious, capital. Yeah, they do. 
yes and no. I think they do. They have the top prospect capital. It might not be the deepest, but they are. You're right. You're right. But they have guys who are ready now, like major leaguers. Like, yeah, the Padres do too. And it might be a little bit deeper on the Padres side, but the Yankees have interesting prospects. You're right. And I think the Padres have a more raw prospects. Yankees are a little bit more developed. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And I saw Jason Dominguez hit hit the bomb in the Futures game. You know, he's a switch hitter. Yeah, um, and that dude has been raking. Yeah, and the Ken Waldachuk is their number one pitching prospect, I think. Um, so, the Yan- I, I do see the Yankees having enough prospect capital, talent wise, like develop ready. We explained this already, but yeah, the Yankees but, are you got to you got to find a time where prospects no longer fucking matter. The Padres are in a win now mode. Win now. They're 10 games back. And I don't think the Dodgers are that much better than this team. And I mean, obviously, we have not had Fernando Tatis, and I'm sick of fucking saying that. Yep. But the Padres need to make a move. And obviously, it's not really the pitching side. Like, yeah, the pitching side was dead going into the All Star break. It's been a long break for most of the pitchers. So hopefully we get a recharge pen, recharge rotation. And in a couple of weeks, we get a lot of guys joining. I know we've been saying this, but the Juan Soto move has to happen. And you have to be okay with moving players and prospects. Like maybe a Trent Grisham, Mackenzie Gore, uh, you know, a pot like that. Like guys who are pretty young, ready now, need some work. I mean, I love Mackenzie Gore and I'm a huge fucking fan of that kid. But Juan Soto is a generational talent, and you get two and a half years. You get him, you sweeten him up a little bit. He gets a team-friendly deal. You know, you put him in a lineup with Fernando in front and Manny Machado behind him. Not That's the scariest threesome in the league. Yeah, that is the scariest group of hitters, and I don't think the rest really matter, even though they're a very good group. Yep. Juan Soto to the Padres, Adrian Preller. Please listen up, Juan Soto to the Padres. I can't, I can't stress this enough as a Padre fan, but as a baseball fan, you want Juan Soto off of that organization. I know just in 2019 they they won a championship, which at this point feels like a decade ago because how bad really they are. It does feel really long ago. Yeah. And you know, a couple other teams. I think the Astros. I think they're in win now situation. I don't think they have the the prospect capital. No, but they can flip Kyle Tucker. That's what I was thinking. Kyle Tucker, I it moves the needle for me, but it, for a team that needs so much, I don't think it moves the needle for them because he's a he's a major leaguer. Like yeah, it's not a develop. It's not like he he's a good player. So yeah. if they do a double flip, that makes more sense, like a three-teamer yeah. and try to work prospects and someone else gets Kyle Tucker. I can see that happening because that that's a good move to make. But other than that, I mean, if they want to try to flip Bregman, I could see that. What about the Blue Jays? Blue Jays, they th- have the say, young talent. Yeah. They need they one more hitter, it. though. They could I, I, don't think, I don't think they're interested <laughs> But they do have young talent. The crazy thing is, is Juan Soto is so young, like still, like you know. So I'm okay with flipping a guy who's potentially major league ready or even in the major leagues for a younger, better 
stud, you know? Yeah. So this, this is, the, <laughs> this is the case of like Manny Machado, how they talked about for a, the longest time on the Orioles, his time's almost up. Yeah. You know, he's been in the league since 19, his time on for the Orioles almost up. Then they stretched it out a little longer, flipped him at the deadline for only half of a year. And he's peaked but, right now. Juan Soto is at the top at the point where he's 23. He is going to be traded. If it's not now, they're going to field offers now. And then at this off season, he's good as gone. But I I almost think in my head, that's all that's going to happen. So I don't want to sell myself on this deal. Yeah. Because I don't see them rushing to make a deal. Like I don't see them going, Oh shit! Max Scherzer only has half a year left. Like they made that deal, they failed, fielded the offers. Like this guy has a long time left, and he's a top five player in the league. They're gonna make sure they have the best offer. Yeah, they won't want someone to overpay. They want someone to overpay. The offer is gonna have to be overpaid because this is that type of player. You have to give him everything and a little bit more. Yeah, and I'm totally okay with that especially a position the Padres are in. Let's go, Preller. For Get out of the Dua Lipa concert. For two and a half years of controlled Juan Soto, and he could he could fight all he wants about a contract for the next two and a half years, but two and a half years you got him. And yeah. I think this is the move to do. We talk about for the last two years, the Padres need to make that move. This, T-I-M, the time is now. This is it. I, I'm going to feel stupid if he's not in a Padres uniform because I felt so fucking stupid last year on Max Scherzer. So I'm not going to title this no Juan Soto bullshit. <laughs> Why not? The Padres have to make a move because it's good clickbait. The, the Dodgers are so much better than the Padres right now, and they're really not, but they are. And the record book, this – I tell everyone I don't look at the standings till now. Today's the date that we talk about it. Dodgers are 10 games up. Tatis hasn't came back. And the Padres have to make a move. They have to make this team better. What's the news on Tatis? There is none. He's going to swing 10 days and then going to do another scan. Hmm. So they're not going to give us an update for so no news. Week. No more news. Just to chalk them up. Let's just chalk it up out for the year. Let's how. Let's just not, expect these I'm out not, for the year. I'm not chalking up that. I, I'm not going to look or think about Fernando for another ten days. You're thinking about him right now, buddy. Well, if I expect him to be out for the year and then he comes back, I'm just surprised now. See, I'm thinking ahead. All right. Well, we got different mindsets, different pages. I, I'm excited for the trade deadline, though. There's a lot of guys we could talk about moving. Lots Two weeks out. Guys. There's Two another weeks guy out. I want to talk about who got brought up in the Padres from Kevin AC. I'm a name spot this guy this time. He said, Wilson Contreras is most likely on the move. Obviously, we've all known this. But during the All Star game, he caught Joe Musgrove. And there was a report that Joe Musgrove said, this might not be the last time we do this after dapping him up, walking off, going back in the dugout. Then Kevin AC also reported that if Wilson Contreras would move to the Padres, 
catcher Jorge Alfaro would most likely be the main piece. That would suck. Let's fucking go, Chicago! I saw no, 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 no. I saw another tweet uh, just about a Padre fan account at this point. Liars. Just call him a liar. Yeah, a liar, probably. But he said this just would give me vibes of losing Fran Mill at the deadline. Seriously, because this is this is one of the heartbeats of the team right now. So what are we what are we feeling about? Why would why wait? Why would Alfaro be the centerpiece? Why wouldn't Campusano be the centerpiece? Well, it would be. I don't know. I don't know. I just saw that. That's what I saw. I don't know if I ingested it correctly. Kevin AC, you're bullshitting me because Because I just outsmarted you. Nola. Why would they want Camp over Alfaro? They don't. Alfaro's been two seventy four yeah, in fifty five exactly. games. He's been playing. They nice. want Camp. They want Camp. He's a younger Wilson Contreras. Why? I can see them wanting Camp for sure. And Camp just... has sucked, bro. Exactly. Get him out of here. Why we don't need him? I understand that, but why would they want him? Why would the Cubs want him? Because he's young. He's a prospect. This is what teams do. They trade How their old older Jorge? players. Jorge's like twenty seven. He's still young. Yes, but Campisano's 22. But what I'm saying is Campisano's more time to likely, develop. Hold on. Campisano's most likely going to be the only piece they get on a, on a half year rental. Jorge Alfaro, who's ready now, and they're probably going to get another piece. A prospect. Maybe like a um, the Merle kid, Jackson Merrill, shortstop. Yeah. You know, something like that, a deal like that where he's not – Top top five. I don't think Merrill's a top five guy right now. Um, but you're still getting Jorge Alfaro, who's pretty damn good for the Padres this year. Yeah, I mean, I don't I, really. Like I wouldn't him. like that as a um, maybe Estuary from an AJ Preller. I kind of like Estuary Ruiz right yeah, now. Yeah, Ruiz is. I kind of want to keep him. See how he pans out. He's quick, a little bit, a little bit. Speed. Obviously, we get Juan Soto. Send him. But yeah, if they for want his, him for one Soto, I'm all right. Go for ahead. his glimpse that he showed in the big leagues for the last week, you know, the team felt like they had some speed on the team. You know, without Tatis, we're barely stealing bases because Grisham barely gets on base. Yeah, we're top five worst team stolen bases and top five worst in home runs. See, it don't makes no sense. It doesn't make no sense. That's why they need to make a move for a bat because there's there's a big variance in this team. Manny Machado is the only like true hitter. Yes, I mean it's I love no the Nomar. Sense. I love the Nomar move because he filled up a huge gap for us. But he's only slap shot singles. Yep, a couple doubles were in Colorado. I mean he has six on the year, two homers on the year. Like, come on, come on, come on. I mean, I like the I like the power surge at Voight. That that's been helping us a little bit in this rough patch of games. He's up to twelve bombs now, just three behind Manny. Um, you know, if you would have asked me, I would probably would have said he had nine bombs, eight bombs, but twelve's a good number. He's hit he hit a couple in the last like two weeks. So I would like to see him jump up second half, especially with Tatis in the lineup and and Juan Soto. Juan Soto would be sick in the lineup. Um, and I don't know. If, if 
Eric Hosmer is moved, I would be, feel comfortable with Voight or Cronenworth stepping in. Depends on how much they like um, Kim. I saw Kim playing every yeah. day if they want him at second base. Yeah, um, that's where he would play. Yeah, I can see that. I can see them doing that in that situation, moving Jake to first, and then Kim everyday second baseman. Like he is a second baseman, in my opinion. But he's shown obviously he can play anywhere, and he's pl- he's been really good. I mean, I I'm, I want to say great, but he's been really good defensively. He's had a little bit of struggles, but he's still up there in defensive and, war. Yeah, and in my mind, he went from I couldn't stand him last year to I can I'm okay with him on the field. <laughs> Bro, he's batting two forty two, fifteen doubles, sixty eight hits, thirty one RBIs. I mean, I'm totally, totally fine with him being in the lineup at second yeah. base every day. I mean, he's yes. that's a second baseman. He's a top ten second baseman in the league because defensively, he's outstanding. And then he could honestly starting to hit, and he's only in year two. Yes. So it's, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm digging me some hot song Kim. Hassan Kim. Hassan so handsome. Is that what you did you guys say? I do say Hassan is so handsome. So that is that is something I do say. Um, but I think the the right move, like we've been talking about, is you package Eric Hosmer and a shit ton of prospects, and you take on Juan Soto and the pitcher deal. And it depends on, like, I talked about this before the podcast, but you sit down with Ruben Nabila and show him tape for Corbin and show him tape for Strasburg and say, hey, can you fix one of these? Will one of these work? And best thing about Strasburg is he just gives me Joe Musgrove vibes. Joe Musgrove came to San Diego and he has been on the best tear of his whole career. Maybe Steven Strasburg gets back to those days with at SCSU. I mean, it would be sick. It's something that I talked about before, and I know he's hurt right now, missing probably the rest of the year. But it's something you got to think about. If you want Juan Soto, you're going to have yes. to yep. take the worst deal possible, and you're going to get the shit end of the stick. We're going to give up everyone, but it's all for one thing. It's for a ring, dog. To win. That's the most important thing. Juan you Soto can do. makes this team instantly top three because the pitching is awesome. That lineup is going to be so awesome when Tatis is back. They could be back the same exact time. August 2nd trade deadline, folks. Tatis yes. real close and Juan one. Soto. Same timeline, a week within each other, same day. Matter of fact, we play the Dodgers the fifth. Yes, it's going to be close. That makes a lot of sense, having them back the fifth. Yes, August 5th. Think about that date, but in your pocket. But that, that team definitely needs to make a move. And, I mean, you talked about other teams too. Let's get on to the rest of the league in the second half of ball, baseball. Because as of right now, the New York Yankees are the best team in this league. And it's by far. Got the most home runs in the league, and I feel like that's the the recipe. I them. mean, they also have all-stars all over their field. Yeah. Aaron Judge, B, has been put in an unreal first half together. Jose Trevino, who is their, the Yankees catcher. Nasty Nestor. Nestor. Garrett Cole was an all-star. Unsung 
hero? I mean, they, the Yankees are a really good team right now, and they're only trying to get better. And Starting to feel like 98. Yeah, I, I would love that, but I'm not going to talk about that yet. I want to talk about Aaron Judge's awkward camera interview. Did you guys see that um, interview? It was right before the All-Star game. It seemed like guys were in the batting cage. Lady comes up and says, Aaron Judge, oh, this kid wants to know. He just wants to make sure his favorite player is still a Yankee. What do you have to say about it? And, like, just threw the camera in his face. Like, didn't mean to put you on spot. And he was just like, the Yankees have a lot of good players. Like, they're going to be good for a really long time. And I'm just, trained. I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested Media in the whole trained. situation. The Yankees are really good. Aaron Judge is really good. And they got to pay their man. Yes, they do. They have to pay him to keep him. And he and I think they get, give it to him. he's in a paid now mood because he's old. He played all four years of college, was a 25-year-old rookie, going to be 31 in the free agency. And he needs to get paid because how much longer do the knees, the legs, the hips all hang on? Because baseball is a true sport of any, and age does reflect on play. Absolutely. Saw it in Albert Pujols this weekend. I mean, you're damn right. He's 45. (laughs) But um, Aaron Judge is 31. He's a big dude. Those joints don't hold up forever. I think the Yankees will pony up the money and pay the man. Are they going to pay the man who's... I'm also thinking the same thing. Because they've always been the big, bad Yankees. They've always been, we can pay anyone because we're the Yankees. We can do whatever they want. They got, it would ruin their reputation, honestly, if they would. don't pay. It would ruin their reputation of no longer the big bad Yankees. They haven't won since 09. Yep. 20 fucking two. You can't pay your superstar who's homegrown. You drafted them. Your 27 rings mean absolutely garbage because none of you were alive for them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've won one in 20 years. 20? Whoa. 2009 was not. 20 years ago. One ring in 20 years. Oh, okay. All right. You know, like that span, that's a long span. There's been a lot of different champions. A lot of repeats as well. Yeah. Seems like MLB has a couple favorites, huh? Some bullshit. And they are both originated in New York. It's weird. (laughs) Um, But around the league, Yankees, I mean, top dogs, that division is is going to be producing both wild card teams. I think. Um, I think the Rays have to make a move because they're slowly sinking. They won't. They are not gonna. The Red Sox have to make a move pitching wise. Chris Sale broke his finger. Um, that yeah. kind of sucked. Got a liner back to the hand and instantly was like, finger was all crooked. <laughs> I don't know who the Red Sox are going to get, honestly. Uh, Frankie? Don't really care. Possible, yeah. Frankie Montas, that's a good. I'm pretty sure Roman said that during the pod. Yes, sir. I really like that move. Uh, Red Sox cough up, Jeter Downs. I know. Frankie Montas. I know. I also said Wilson Contreras and the Padres, too. Yeah. Might have. Might have. And I'm going to throw this out there. 
if we can't get the Soto, would you want Christian Yelich? I would entertain, yes. Because he's slowly – yes, I know he's slumping, and I know he's not the slow. same as he was. But guys need to change his scenery. You know, he went from the Marlins to the Brewers, and he had best years of his whole career. Maybe change of scenery helps him on a team who's re- rejuvenated, you know? Maybe true. Maybe I true. don't know. I'm interested in that deal, Trevor. It would depend on the cost. I mean, yeah, he's a former MVP, but he's We've already not, gave him a lot. He's not playing what um, he ha- has been expected over the last couple seasons, honestly. And yeah, I would definitely be interested in that move because he's he's a good, very good player. Definitely not the same, but I would be. I wouldn't be keen to give up something like a CJ Abrams for him, though. Even hassle, man. I don't know if I'd give up hassle for him. Just one on up. I gave up <laughs> Ampizano. All right, I can see that. You accept that deal? Yep. Ampizano, and I'll give you my second round draft pick that I just took. The picture. Perfect. Perfect. And perfect. We'll, we'll keep Yelich's money too. Oh, you're gonna need some money now. Yeah, we're big, we're big spenders in San Diego. Come on. Um, yeah, I mean that is something I hadn't thought about, but that is a good move. Good, good, good move right there. I like that deal. And what I'm also scared of, low key, Dodgers flip Cody Bellinger to get Juan Soto. That'd be wild. <laughs> um, I can definitely see the Dodgers moving him because he's one of those guys that change of scenery might be nice. In You've seen what he can do, so that's in the fresh in people's minds, you know, before it's too late and you can't get anything for him. I don't know. That's just what I would do if I were a couple teams' GMs, but a lot of guys who I can see moving, unless they just like him. Um, all right. Another team that we could talk about is um, the Angels. What about Shohei Otani? I've been reading things that people think the Angels are going to trade him. I mean, isn't he a free agent at the end of the year? It's a uh, once-in-a-lifetime player, though, bro. There's no chance they get Or him. is it the year after? Does he have one more year on his deal? I think How about him one, getting picked off, though? That was one wild. more year. That was wild. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, no, I don't think he was either. <laughs> uh Unreal. Dodger fans are going crazy. Piss me off. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's free agent in 2024. Yeah. I thought one more year. So he's got another year. I don't know if they trade him then. Not I this year. Yeah, definitely not. I don't think they could give up on the dream yet. <laughs> um, But it is coming. That day will come. And that deal might be influenced by this Soto deal, man. Because they're going to be like, yes, you want Shohei, he can pitch and hit. What are you going to give us? Look what they just got. I know. It's going to be – the league's going to be crazy. <laughs> go to NBA style where we're doing crazy backflips. I hope. I hope. That would be fun. I do think this Padre team needs a little shakeup. They've had the same team for a long time, man. It don't work. Get Hosmer out of the building. Let's grow up a little bit. Fucking Hosmer's fault. It's not. It's not. Getting him, I don't think getting him out fixes much. I do. I really don't. He's in 375 against lefties this year. Yeah, I saw that. 
pretty damn good. Nationals, do you see that? 375 <laughs> versus lefties this year. Lefty versus lefty. Baddies. Daddy, daddies. Oh they, call my them, gosh. they call them Papo, Poppy, Natty Daddies. It just sounds good. That's funny. Yeah, there you go. Quick laugh for your tears because you love Hosmer so much. I'm a fan. I met him. Nice guy. Really, really nice guy. Give you crumble cookie, right? No, I didn't eat your crumble cookie. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. I don't think I, I'm with you. I don't think the Hosmer trade would affect him that or affect us that much. But if this is something that they want to look into to try to get the deal for Soto, if they got to eat a pitcher, I would. I'm on board. Do whatever you can to get them here. Yeah. Do whatever you can. I, there's, there's send anybody. I would not trade. <laughs> Obviously. That's about oh three players. I wouldn't trade Musgrove. Okay, there's four for me then. Four for you. I'm not Ooh, trading. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trading Jake. Cornerworth. Yeah, I'm not trading Jake. You're not at all. Uh-huh. Not even in consideration. No. Not yet. Not Na- yet. Nationals say Cornerworth or deals off. I'm shipping them. Shipping them as fast as I can. Carl is good, but I need him to be better. I'm a little upset at him. Yeah, he needs more bombs. Or if he's not hitting the bombs, he's higher average. That's how I picture it. I need the more average. And if he's if he's not getting on base enough, and he needs to be hitting home runs more. He's striking out a little bit too much for my liking. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. You're right. That's what it is. Is the strikeouts are up. He's a little bit better than Kim. Kim can replace him. Kim can't hit nine home runs though. I think that's his max. It would be nine. Yeah, that's the one thing mm. that Hassan Kim with power has not transitioned yet. And this is just a league where home runs truly matter. If you got a guy hitting 30 bombs, that's like the norm. That's like a normal power hitter in the big leagues now. I used to think 30 bombs was legit like power hitter. That's literally the normal. There's random guys hitting 30 bombs I don't think every it's year. The normal this year. The ball is uh, is deader than the last couple of years. I don't think it's going to be normal. Yeah. Some maybe. guys are going to have to get hot. Like for Luke Voigt to hit. You know what MLB is doing right now, right? 18 in the second half. They're switching the balls it, up, boy. Yeah. It's going to be. It's They're gonna switching be the balls slam. up. Get ready for playoffs. Summer slam, baby. I'm ready for it. They have to. They you have, have you to. definitely have to. It's it's the dog days of summer and we're they just saw the, the home run derby Giancarlo, too. The ball that John Carlo hit was definitely a special ball. That's what they just threw that in there instead. I low key wish day. I would have caught one because I want to do like an experiment once where I cut like see if there's something different in any of these balls. Every like the all star game ball, the like these game use balls. Yeah, that Zach Gamble guy should do a test. He has he's the guy who always catches the home runs. Yeah. He has like 5,920 balls. Jesus. All right, Pete Rose. Like legit. He signs baseballs and has a count of how many home runs he's caught. Puts it under the signature. Fuck. Like it's legit to him. That's sick though. He has a lot. He's caught in a lot of big ones too. Like A-Rod's 3,000 hit. Jeter's 3,000 hit. Same dude. Same dude. 
Man, he's the Yankee. he's gonna be going to Yankee games for a while. No, he just bounces around and goes and catches homers and like trucks people. <laughs> you should have <laughs> took some notes. Farm you ever watch his YouTube videos? Sack no. Look no. it up. I'm, I'm a big baseball guy, so um, yeah, he's the foul ball guy or the home run guy, foul ball homer or whatever. He's a baseball dude. Nice. Um, a little bit more baseball. You talked. Yelich being traded. I don't know if they do that because they are sitting at a, almost a tie. They're half a game up in first place in their division uh, with the Cardinals. And the Milwaukee, I think, might be buyers, man. They got to get a little bit better. And, you know, things have gone bad when Josh Hader don't look good no more. Don't tell me about it, dude. What happened the last couple weeks? He had negative 30 in fantasy. He had like uh, a negative 21 game and then like a negative 16 game or something like that. It's fucking bullshit. Two games where he gave up walk-off. News. After not giving up an inning for like 40 innings, it felt like. Yeah, he didn't give up runs forever. He probably he doesn't even have 40 forever. innings. <laughs> but... He don't look good, and now your question marks. Do you flip him? No. The Brewers got to make a move, dog. They got to decide. Are they going to try to win one for once? They haven't really made a like outstanding move to change their club. Like, yeah, they built the club. Now what are they going to do? They've done the same thing every year, made playoffs, then they're out. Yeah, I don't know. Or barely can... miss playoffs. I hope they don't do anything, honestly. <laughs> All right, well. I think the Brewers are small market, low-key still. Milwaukee is. I mean, it makes sense. Can't really make a move. Stick with it. Yeah, they just want to be that the good old American way. The Rays of... The NL, yeah. I know. Sad. I hope the Cardinals make a move then, man. No, I don't. (laughs) I want baseball to be exciting. All right. Yeah, but I, anyone to keep them in the AL or something. Let the Yankees beat them. <laughs> That's how I think. Um, Braves and Mets. Braves are sitting two and a half games back of the Mets. Um, Padres take on the Mets first week or first weekend after All Star break and then see you, Darvish versus Mad Max. Yeah, and I really don't think the the Braves are going to be buyers or anything. I think they they like their team. They're gonna stick with them. They might get some bullpen help, but I think they're gonna make a move. They made a couple moves last year to help them win a World Series. They're kind of in the same predicament as last year, where they're a little bit, a little, a bit. little couple moves behind. I mean, the Mets, Mets had a catastrophe fall off just like the Padres did last year, and they are slowly but surely like going the same way, like same as the Padres have been. Falling a little bit. The Mets have done the same thing. I know they're still in first, two and a half games, but not two and a half games so is nothing. It's literally nothing. It feels like yeah, it's nothing. Ten games. <laughs> that's that's a big margin. Well, that's something. <laughs> that's something. We hope not. We hope not. I'm mean, at least the Giants aren't that good, man. Yeah, they're they fucking suck. About time. Too bad the no. I'm not even gonna say it. I won't even say it. Yeah, Padres have to make a move. I want Juan Soto, but I'm going to cross my fingers because I do not believe they actually. We need outfield help. Please give me a hitting outfielder. 
please. Would you take Ben Attendee? Yes, 100%. For real? Yes. What? He moves the needle that much for you? Yes. I think he gets on base for Manny and Tatis. Like, he's a good leadoff hitter, in my opinion. That's something we lack as a club. I think... Because I think the way lineups are constructed changes the way how guys hit. You move Jake down a little bit more, he sees more fastballs. He hits fastballs the best. Up in the lineup right now, he's seen a lot more off-speed. I don't know. That's just how I I think. I do like Cronenworth down in the lineup a little bit more. I like Profar up. I like. I love Grisham nine. I mean, I don't love him, but I like him nine. He's he's a good nine hitter. Not a good good, hitter. Sneaky. All of a sudden, like, oh, Grisham's up. Like, I like. I I do like what you what you're saying. He's a good bunt guy too, and nine homers. I mean, I will take it right now. Yep, that's good for uh, the nine hole. Especially since that's what pitchers used to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll I'll take that, but I think I think that's going to end up being your Steri Ruiz's spot as a nine hole center field. I like him eight. I like him eight. I mean, you don't have too many outfielders. I like Will eight too. Will's going to be back, I think, uh, once All Star break goes over. And I, I love Profar. Lead off. Love Profar lead off in the meantime. But I think uh, my dream lineup is Tati Soto Machado. Dream. Dreams. And then Jake fourth. Or I mean, you fourth? Could, I, I would throw in a power guy fourth, boy, and then Jake just to get a, a nice guy, a good hitter. Just so you can't really walk Voight because you know a guy's going to come in, his slap shots, could have a homer every once in a while. Yeah. And then you go into the catcher position. Wilson Gutierrez. Or Alfaro. True. I'm not mad at that. Nola, you know. No, but yeah, those are, I think, our weaknesses. We need to, if we can make two moves because we have to, I need a pen guy too. I don't like our pen. I know we're getting some guys back, but I am so sketch when the bullpen gets called. I think definitely bullpen is second fiddle to a bat. Um, yes. if, if the market is too high, I do not need a pen because of the guys we have coming. True. Um, if the market is too high, if not, go find, I mean, Preller, go find a guy. Go be the AJ Preller of old. Please be working. Of old. Go find the low-key name, the, the Rosenthal trade and stuff like that. Like, we, we need a, a move like that. Yeah, I wouldn't even be mad at going to get Rosenthal, and I haven't heard I him either. since his his little showcase. And I didn't see too many guys out there watching the showcase, so it had me a little nervous. Yeah, what what is wrong with him? Is he hurt or no? Huh? He just was only good the sixty innings. He, he's rehabbing a, a surgery he had last year. I don't I don't remember exactly if he had to throw. Oh out yeah, you're right. You're right. But he did have a surgery that missed all of last year with the A's. He signed that eleven million dollar deal. Yeah, twenty twenty got a lot of people paid. Not gonna lie. Twenty twenty did its wonders for a lot of people, and then a lot of people were really bad that year. So I, I really don't know how to look at it. You know. Yeah, Crobbit says he looks at it for the good and then does not look at it for the bad. So, I mean, I guess if I'm a player's guy, I got to do the same thing. Yep. Yep. 
Um, but you never want a guy to get traded. So I'm not going to root for anyone to get traded away from the Padres. I'm only going to root for addition to the Padres. So um, welcome, Soto, for free. Welcome, welcome. Free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we hope. Yeah. Anything else let's give him James Shields. Let me give him James Shields. Um, I got one better. Tim Hill. Blake Snow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I like Blake. I just want him to be better. Um, any other teams? I mean, the Mariners are coming off 14 games win streak. Going into the second half, that's a team to look at. Haven't been in the playoffs since like 2001. They have the longest streak in the league. Yeah, and Julio Rodriguez stud. He's a stud. I mean, they said go be the J show, and he was. I wish he would have won it because that's who I've been picked before in the podcast. I said, hey, my my sleepers versus your sleep around one, Trevor. So that was fun. That was that was real fun. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's all I have. Um, am I forgetting anything? What about the Reds Cubs um, Field of Dreams game? Oh, when's that? This year, <laughs> July. So no. It's in August. I think so. Yeah. I uh, forgot about that. Not a not a big Field of Dreams guy, but. Yeah, it moved the needle for a day, but for the game that was sick. So Roman, remind me, it was just historical. It was historical teams. That's why it moved the needle. No, Tim Anderson's walk-off bomb that was lit. No cap. Yeah, Yeah, they had the juice bombs, field of corn. It was it was kind of cool. Yeah, but this year's the Reds versus the Cubs. Who the hell wants to watch that? Um, not too. Gonna watch for Tommy Pham. Yeah, I hope he throws some blows. That's kind of lit. That'd be lit. Um, Jock is traded to the Cubs now. Remind me when the day of the game or the, the day of the game. <laughs> yeah, just remind me about that. All right. Um, I think we talked about most of the teams. I kind of wanted to just get a quick refresh. Um, right now the AL Central's been pretty boring. So I don't got really. Yep, Lance Lynn sucks. That's all I have to say. Yeah, Lance Lynn hasn't been good. The White Sox haven't been good at all. Um, Should pick the Twins. You, I think you look for the White Sox to be some sellers at the deadline and end up firing Larusa towards the year end of the year. Please sell. I, I mean, maybe maybe Rip. they respect him too much to fire him, and at the end of the year they just say, "Hey, we're gonna part ways." I don't. I don't think this is working out. Um, because they've been bad this year, and I don't know. I don't know what the deal is over there. I don't know. They're Tony taking Lewis a page. Though. They're taking a page out of the the Astros book, though. They got Dusty Baker, and Dusty Baker's been successful. He's an old head guy in this game, and he has led the Astros to some. And I think most of his success has been. I'm gonna let the guys be guys and just let them be ball players. I think Tony has too much of a like a tight chokehold on him. And I don't know why, but he's been making some of the worst calls I've ever seen a manager make. Well, those <laughs> intentional walks have been terrible. Yeah, intentional walk on an 0-1 count. Mm-hmm. What for? You're not even giving your guy the 
chance a day, and it's already 01. That's like a 90% like success rate when you start with the first pitch strike. Yeah, it goes down drastically. Yeah, like it literally changes, and you're just going to be like, you know what? Take first. Uh, be my guess. Uh, guy's so, stuck in 1960. You know, I, and I don't understand why he would ever make that move. Um, Toronto, they got to be buyers at the deadline. I know we talked about a little bit with Soto, but whatever they got to do, they got to do. If they got to get a veteran bat or uh, another pitcher, I don't know. They they are so close. I feel like their roster should be very good, but I don't know. They have to make a move at the deadline. I mean, they fired their coach. I don't know if they're going to make a move. I think they're just going to accept what this year becomes of. Shitty. I I think that's just about it. I'll repeat myself. Anything else you want to talk about before I catch another glimmer of of a thought? It's not a rivalry. Nothing wrong with being average. Oh, do you guys want to talk a little bit about the first round of the draft? Matt Holiday's son goes first overall pick. That's pretty kind of cool. Yeah, let's say four, four sons, four former MLB years sons. Yeah, Andrew Jones' son, Drew Jones, got picked second. It's the first time sons got picked first and second overall back to back. And I, I still, I think Matt Holiday never touched home. <laughs> never touched home. Shani, I might disagree with you a lot on this podcast, but man, I fucking agree with you on that point right there. Never touched home. Um, and then my boy, Kumar Rocker, who yeah, I, I was going to say Vanderbilt drafted I, back to back. L- last year, I was a little upset because me and Shinny had the rivalry of Kumar versus his brethren at Vanderbilt, who's been electric and freaking Jack Leiter. Been electric for the Rangers since he's been drafted. He went Two overall last year. Last year, Kumar got drafted 10th by the Mets. Failed to sign due to a health concern from the Mets. He ended up having shoulder surgery, so it was not the health concern the Mets thought with his elbow. Had shoulder surgery. Goes and signs with the Tri-City Rally Cats. Gets going up to 99 again. Gets selected third overall in this draft by no other than who? Texas Rangers, baby. Texas Rangers. So the Vandy boys end up both being Rangers. And if you would have told me that last year, I would have laughed. Because that's the dream scenario. Him and his best friend, who they say they compete so well against each other and push each other to the extreme limits. Now we're going to be playing on the same team. Yeah, that's so lethal. sick. That's lethal. That's gonna if they both pan out like how like you want them to, gonna be one two punched in Texas for a long time. And Jack was with the futures game, right? Yeah. Lighter was there. So I mean it's gonna be sick. And I'm gonna be a little bit of a future Rangers fan because um I'm was a huge Vandy fan for those guys. Like I, I've seen those guys grow up. Kumar struggled heavily his freshman year and then throws a no-no in like i actually saw kumar at a peco perfect game all-american perfect game all-american yeah that's so late you know 100 back then too 
Yeah. And I have, I literally have a Vandy Kumar jersey, so I'm hype. Ugly. Um, I'm glad he's not a Met because that would have just killed me. Um, because I think he's going to be really good. He's a big dude, throws hard. I think those type of dudes work. And he works hard. So I think those guys, same team, same league, same org, I mean, not league. It's going to be really fun. And the Rangers, hey, man, building through pitchers in the draft, that's a good move to make. I, I feel like it, it was early, and all the mocks I saw, I was looking. They all had them like 16th, 15th, 19th, 10th. So they might have taken chances early, in but Texas. You're taking chances. You're making sure you get your guy, and I hope his story works out because I'm a fan. And I all my not, exes are in Texas. Cannot wait to watch those boys pitch back-to-back games one day in the bigs. Yeah, Texas got a special place in our heart. First no-hitter there. You know, might, might become a fan. I'm, I'm going to be a low-key fan when they're both in the bigs, or as soon as one of them reach. I'm going to be paying attention, definitely. Absolutely. It's I, I don't know why. I, I don't really follow much college baseball, but I did. I traveled to Georgia and the Tennessee a lot last year. Got to go visit Vandy and, like, check it out. And so – it was all cool, and they killed it. And I'm glad to see Kumar get drafted where he should have. Like he fell to the tenth pick last year. Don't think he should have. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. enough of my rant. Um, Padres, yeah, we said drafted three straight pitchers. I really think it's to make a move. I don't think pitchers are what we need at all right now. Um, but. You draft young pitchers, they develop, you move them. So what happens in this league? The Padres are notorious for doing it. Um, they've done a lot too. They're high value, high value pitchers. Pitching is high value. Yeah, you're correct, Roman. I just that think might be what it takes. Pitching develops a little bit quicker. That's why we get a lot more pitching. I don't know, but all right, nothing wrong with being average. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. If you like this episode, comment, get it in the algorithm, help us out. Give us uh, your second half predictions in the comments. Second half predictions. I know we didn't really talk much. Um, second half MVP before we out, go. Fernando Tatis Jr. Aaron Judge. Juan Soto. All right. <sighs> Nothing wrong with being average. Deuces. Peace. We're out of here.